The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, there is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the memorial of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church. It's fitting that we do this today because it's the day following Pentecost, and Pentecost was the great feast of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And Mary had a great role to play in that because, as we know from the Acts of the Apostles, she was in the upper room with the disciples praying. And it's through that prayer, that intercession, that the Holy Spirit came upon the church. She also had a great role because of the first reading, where God himself predicts her role. And as we read after the fall, God calls the woman and Adam and Satan together, and he says this, I will put enmity between you, and he's pointing to the serpent, and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. Now that's called the first announcement of the gospel. No sooner had the fall happened that God had a plan already, and it involved the woman. That's why the Blessed Virgin Mary was immaculately conceived, because that word enmity means total opposition between Mary and Satan. No cooperation at all, which would have to mean she was sinless, because as soon as you sin, you're cooperating with evil. And that's why the Blessed Virgin Mary was immaculately conceived and lived without sin until the day of her assumption. And why Gabriel, the angel, would say to the Blessed Virgin Mary at the Annunciation, Hail, full of grace. That was the name designated to Mary, full of grace. Not 99%, 100%, full of grace. No cooperation with evil. We also notice in this first reading, I will put enmity between you and the woman. Now, when wedding feast at Cana, we see Jesus using the term woman very deliberately. We remember the scene, the wedding ran out of wine, a disaster for the couple. Mary noticed that, sympathized with the tragedy of the situation, went to her son and said, they have run out of wine. And what was the response? Jesus said, woman, what do you have to do with me? Now that's a strange way of responding to a person's mother, but it was very deliberate because Jesus is linking Mary to the first Eve. Mary is the new Eve, just as Jesus is the new Adam. And so Jesus does change water into wine, signaling the beginning of the new creation. And the fathers saw this very clearly, going all the way back to the early part of the church. They will say, 
Just as Eve prompted the first Adam to sin, plunging the world into disorder, the Blessed Virgin Mary, the new Eve, prompt Jesus, the new Adam, to begin the reversal. In John chapter 19, again, we hear another reference to woman. Jesus is on the cross dying. One of the last things he says to Mary, his mother, woman, there is your son, pointing to John, the beloved disciple, because John, he represents all the disciples, the whole church. And then he says to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. That's why we have this memorial today of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church, coming right from this gospel. We also see in the book of Revelation, chapter 12, that famous scene where John is caught up into heaven, sees the vision of a woman clothed with the sun, with the 12 stars on her head, a crown. And that's very significant because the woman is doing battle with the dragon, who is the serpent in the first reading of the book of Genesis. And at the end of that confrontation, we have this verse in Revelation chapter 12. Then the dragon became angry with the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commandments and bear witness to Jesus. There again, a reference to Mary as the mother of the church. So we have many connections that are in the readings for this feast, and the final one has to do with the responsorial psalm, because it's a quotation from the Old Testament book of Judith, and it's an amazing story in and of itself, where Israel was being attacked by a great army led by the general Holofernes, and they were attacking a very strategic little town called Bethulia. They had surrounded the city, cut off the water supply, the people were panicking, thinking they were going to die. And we hear that Uzziah, who is the head of the city, comes to Judith because Judith is a renowned woman of holiness. He says to her, But now, God-fearing woman that you are, pray for us, that the Lord may send rain and fill up our cisterns, lest we be weakened still further. Notice Judas' reply. Listen to me. I will do something that will go down from generation to generation among the descendants of our race. And we know what happened. She walks into the camp of the enemy. Because of her great beauty, the general takes her into his tent, thinking he can have his way with her. But he's been drinking all night, so he passes out. And Judith ends his life. And the whole army runs in panic. A great story of how this woman, Judith, was instrumental in saving Israel, as the Blessed Virgin Mary has her important role to play in our redemption. So let me quote from the praise that Uzziah then gives to Judith after the whole event is over, and just link it to the Blessed Virgin Mary. O daughter, you are blessed by the Most High God above all other women on earth, and blessed be the Lord God who created the heavens and the earth. Your praise will never depart from the hearts 
of those who remember the power of God. That is a type, a prefiguring of the praise that Mary now enjoys, as she says in her own Magnificat. All generations will call me blessed because of her role in salvation history, which is why we're celebrating this great memorial. This is also World Day of Prayer for the Church in China, and we're invited to join in intercession for that church, which is struggling under the communist regime and all of the misuses that are taking place there. And we pray for our own salvation and the salvation of the church, particularly as we go through this difficult time of the pandemic. So, Blessed Virgin Mary, pray for us.